Yo, what's up? Yeti Yef, back in that ass, coming at you from a podcast called 8750. It's not even words, baby. It's numbers, 8750. It's funny. Anyway, so I'm coming. I'm coming at you with a mountain report. Now, I've told this story on the podcast, but it has been a while. So I'm going to tell you the story of Long's Peak. Long's Peak is a 14,259-foot mountain in Rocky Mountain National Park. It's the furthest north it's furthest, 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 It's the furthest north 14er in the continental United States, and it is a bitch. Let me tell you why. Okay, so me and Mrs. Yeti, at this point in time, she is like my girlfriend, right? And we are, we're training like crazy. Like, we're going up all different 14ers, and the ones that we're doing are all usually like class one, class two. Like, class one is the easiest. That's basically a nature walk that just goes up really, really high. Class two is like, okay, okay, okay. There's a little, there's a, there's some action here. There's some boulders. There's a little something, something going on. And then like class three is where it starts to be like, yo, this is like exposed and you might want to bring a helmet and you should pay attention because you might fall down and that would be no good. So Long's Peak is pretty much all class one, class two, except for the very end, which is a class three. And that is the part that, so I'm not worried. I'm like, that's fine. I love climbing up rocks. It's not even a big deal. Mrs. Yeti, on the other hand, is like, yo, I am nervous. But she is committed. She wants to try this out. So no, you just don't wake up one day and go, you know what? I'm going to go climb Long's Peak. Some people do do that. Some people see like two-ish people a year die on Long's Peak. And it's almost always the exact same story. It's like, oh, okay, somebody came from Mississippi. And they rented a car. Their rental car was found at the parking lot for Long's Peak. And we're searching the area for them. And it always happens in like October when the weather starts getting bad. People who don't understand the mountains catch themselves in these like predicaments of where they're like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like it's August or September. Like what, what could possibly happen? It's like snow. Snow could possibly happen. You got to look out for that. So you don't just wake up one day and decide to do like long speed. You got to train for it because like the internet says it's 16 miles round trip. But each time I tracked it on my watch, it was more like 18 miles. I think I know why, because there is a part called the boulder field where you can increase your, your distance or decrease your distance depending on how good you are at walking straight. <laughs> it is a good time. So, oh, sorry, I'm doing this on this new app called wisdom and it's like four people are listening and i'm like oh well hey hey guys how's it going so you don't just wake up and decide to do it let me explain what that means you got to be training and the next thing is you have to start at two in the morning yeah because like i said it's 18 miles so the first nine miles up just a nature walk and then you reach a place called the boulder field. And you want to get to the boulder field as the sun is coming up, meaning you need to leave the parking lot at 2 a.m. So we all have, like, our headlights on, our lanterns. It's so cool as you're climbing up because you look behind you and you just see, like, a little string of little lights that are following up the trail. It's really it's, – it's just magical. It's magical. One of the times that we were doing it, the moon was going down behind Long's Peak – and if you Google, like, Google Long's Peak, you'll see that there's, like, a big notch next to, like, a big flat face. The moon was, like, shining through that notch. It's fucking cool. I'm having a, by the way, I'm having a fantastic time. 
it's not me that we're worried about here. It's Mrs. Yeti. Mrs. Yeti has got herself a, a kink in her think where she's like, mm, I'm kind of worried about death. <laughs> and I'm like a 27-year-old guy at the time, and I'm like, come on. What's the worst thing that could happen? We'll be fine. It's not a big deal. So you want to get to the boulder field by the time the sun comes up. And we were right there, man. We were halfway across the boulder field. So like I say, nature walk in the dark, not a big deal other than in, unless you're worried about like moose or bear or like a mountain lion. But, you know, come on. There's a lot of people. We're probably going to be fine. Get to the boulder field. And I'm having the time of my life, man. We got like these cool approach shoes that we switched over to, which are all like super gummy. You're like a little gecko climbing up these boulders. And I'm having so much fun. And I didn't realize it until, because I was taking like selfies and stuff. I didn't realize it until later when I looked back at the selfies that Mrs. Yeti is in the background of. She is looking a little green around the gills. Because once you get to the boulder field, you get up to what is called the keyhole. The keyhole is really cool. So, you know, like uh, in Utah, those arches that are made out of like red rock, picture that, except there's a big chunk out of the very top of it, right? It's like this window that you walk through and you go into like a different, a different, it's like your Narnia gate, right? Oh, and by the way, so the reason that Long's Peak is also, or the reason that you want to leave at two in the morning is because Long's Peak is dangerous, mainly because of lightning and storms. And here's why that's an issue. You climb up the mountain on the east face, right? So it's facing east. You cannot see to the west. The west is where all the storms come from. So you don't know if a storm is building up and it's going to come over you until you get to the keyhole and you can look over. And that's why a lot of people get caught up in lightning storms. And that you, you don't want that. That's bad. So anyway, we get up to the keyhole, and that's where things go from a nature walk to being like pretty intense, right? It goes from being a class two to a class three. And there's four sections of the route after you get through the keyhole. The first one is called the ledges. So we go through, and like I say, like <laughs> I still look back at the pictures of me. I'm just like, wee! And I, she, she's in the background like, background like, oh no, 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 no. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. I'm like, no, no, no. We got this. It's so easy. Look how, look how far we come. We've left the car at 2 in the morning. Now it's like 8 a.m. We're not turning back now. Oh, how wrong I was. So the first section is called the ledges. And it's named that because it's uh, maybe four or five different little areas that have a six, seven foot wide path that you can actually stand on and then other than that it's just like you know you'd fall down to another ledge fall down to another ledge and then it's just like bye bye you just go down you just there's just like some glaciers down there and nothing but it's not that big of a deal if you got sticky shoes and you just pay attention you know what i mean like i wouldn't go up there and be wasted like i wouldn't some people do this in colorado a lot of people do this they'll get to the top of their 14 or whatever and they'll hit that bong or <laughs> they'll drink some beers. And I'm just like, yo, you got to like turn around and go back. You know that, right? It's, it's wild. So we get through the ledges. There's this very weird part where a rock is sticking out. You got to go under that rock. And the part where you go under, the little path that you're on kind of stops as you're going under the rock. And then you go up. And so they, what they did to keep you from falling to your death is they stuck some rebar into that rock for you to step on 
and it looks it doesn't look as scary as it feels because as you're going under that rock it'll grab your backpack and that is a very weird feeling because it feels like the rock is trying to yeet you off of itself and that part <laughs> we get to that part and mrs yeti is starting to get the like yeah fuck this we're turning around look on her face then we get to this part that's like a rock shoot it's a v right and it is super duper steep so you got to have like one hand on the on the rock other like your feet down like you you have to climb up it this is not a hike anymore now now we're climbing we this also called a scramble so we get to that part she is not having a good time and she looks at me and she's like we got to go back we got to go back and i was okay now that i think back on it i should have been cooler <laughs> than i was in the moment because in the moment i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me we we've been we've been training for this for months we bought these bikes we've been pedaling around on these bikes we've been uh, every and we were playing pokemon go because yeah we're just that neat so we'd play pokemon go right and we'd pedal as fast as we can from like different groudon raid to kyogre raid we're cruising around the streets of colorado you know catching some groudons but also getting a nice workout in we're climbing up all these like more tame mountains like Beerstadt, and we climbed up evans and got lost one time that's a whole different story Anyway, we've been working at this for months, and here's the other thing about Long's Peak, man. You only have so many months and so many weekend days where this is even possible. I mean, it's not like we're climbing Everest here, but, like, you only have a couple of months where the weather is good and the ice is melted, and we both have jobs, so it's like you can only really go on, a, like, a Saturday, a Sunday, or maybe if we take a day off, and a lot of those days... You get to it, you're planning on going, then you look at the weather report and it's like, hey, buddy, lightning. <laughs> it's like, fuck. So you can't go. So it's like, Dick! so we turn around. I'm a little upset. We get back through the keyhole. We're heading back down the boulder field. I'm mad. She's in tears. <laughs> I really wish I would have been cooler about this because looking back, it's like a dick move so she's she's crying we eventually get to a certain point because i'm like okay okay guy like the day is done this thing that you've been working for it's not going to happen today that's for sure it might not happen ever because i'm not going to come do this by myself it's like okay that's fine so we stop on a rock kind of like look up at long's peak she's crying she feels terrible <laughs> i'm upset but i'm trying to pretend like I'm not, but she knows that I'm not that good of an actor, so she's just like, no, dude, I can tell you that you're furious. It's like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So then here's the thing. We go back. We turn around. We're done. From our apartment that we lived at, we had a real good view of Long's Peak, plus like where she works and where we would go to like see her parents all the entire drive. What you're looking at is Long's Peak is just sitting there looking gorgeous. And every time I see that mountain, we're both I'm I'm mad and she's just more feels defeated because like her mind is what made us turn like we weren't it was fine, man. Like all you had to do it was just a mental obstacle. It wasn't really a physical obstacle. So she feels terrible. I feel mad. So she over that entire winter is like psyching herself up and being like, No, dude, I got this. Like it's it's my mind that failed. It wasn't like I can do this. So <laughs> Here comes year number two of trying this. This was like, trying to think. I think it was like 2018. When did we get married? 
<laughs> no, we got married in 2019. So this must have been like 2017. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I should just look at my pictures and hit the data button. That's not the point. Here comes the next year, man. We are training yet again. And this time she's like, nah, I am not going to be freaked out. I'm going to, oh, you know what? We didn't have approach shoes that first time we went. She's like, she's looking into it. She's looking at different gear that we can get. She's like, oh, we need to get some helmets. We need to get these approach shoes. We need to get all this different gear. Well, I got this, dude. I'm not going to puss out this time. I, I got this. So, all right, we're back on that bike. We're back hiking all this different stuff. It's getting to be later and later in the summer. And it's like, let's try this thing. And sure enough, here we go. 2 a.m. baby, back in that parking lot, hit and go on the Garmin watch. Here we following up, looking at the string of lights behind you. It's such a pretty hike, and it's so much fun to hike in the dark. It's like so spooky, but so fun. Get to the no, 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 no. Okay, so we get up above Timberline, and the wind is howling and we see all these people turning around and coming back down like they started out before us they're turning around and they're they're like yo the wind is insane up there like turn back so it's like okay crap so what i figure we'll do is we found like a rock because we were really cold because the wind was blowing i found like a little rock outcrop we got out these uh um, you know those emergency blankets that are all they look like they're made out of tin foil got these emergency blankets we sit under those, and we kind of wait, man. It's like we're just below the boulder field. We'll wait. Let the sun come up. You never know because Colorado, the weather changes, man. Maybe the wind will die down once the sun gets up. Let's just see what happens. So we're just below the boulder field. Hang out. We still have some pictures of us all bundled up like together <laughs> under these blankets waiting. Sun comes up. The wind kind of dies down. Not much, though, but it was like, you know what? Why don't we just go up the boulder field? Because we're still protected by the wind. Why don't we go up the boulder field? We'll get to... Because they have this really cool thing right outside of the keyhole. It's like this little hut. If you Google Long, Long's Peak, you'll probably see this stone hut. It's really neat. I guess like some lady who was trying to climb Long's Peak, she died there. So they built a little hut in her memory. Morbid, right? So we get there, get to the hut, hang out. The wind is still going. But, like, we're hanging out. We're, there's these, like, college kids, and they're like, nah, dude, fuck it, we're going. I'm like, oh, can I go with them? Mrs. Yeti's like, no, nah, you're not leaving me here while you go up to the summit. Are you kidding me? Like, I'll be worried that you die, and I'll be here for hours. I was like, yeah, that's pretty rational of you. So we're sitting there. We're hanging out with this marmot, like this yellow belly marmot, which is one of my favorite animals. These weirdo, like, they look like a beaver, basically, that's just out in the middle of rocks. They're wild. Google that while you're, hey, I'll just start a list of things to Google. Google that one next. So let me tell you what. I walk up to the keyhole to get an assessment of how bad this wind is. And you seen Top Gun Maverick? Have you seen that? Have you seen when they get like those F-18s and they're on the air, aircraft carrier and they like use steam to shoot those things off of the, <laughs> the aircraft carrier as the F-18 is flooring it as hard as they can so that they can take off given the like 300 feet that they have to do it? Yeah, dude, I walk up to the keyhole, which, again, is like a, a gate, like an arch in Moab, and I am just getting blasted in the face. It's like you're standing behind one of those F-18s. It is so insane. It's like, no, okay, because like I said, you have all these different technical climbing things you got to do. The last thing you want is to be getting hit with wind that could literally just – it could blow you over, and if you get blown over, you could die. 
So year number two, we turn back around and go back. <laughs> now this time, nobody's mad at anybody because she was in a good head spot. She was like, we could do this. I think we can do it. But it was just the win, man. Couldn't do it. And then from then on out, all the weekends that we had or all the opportunities, it was like, yeah, it's going to be thunder. And then wouldn't you know it, it snowed, I think, early October. And once it snows once in October, that's it. You're done. Because that snow's not going to melt, and it's just going to keep... Then the next storm comes, and then the next... And then you're just done. Another thing, as long as you're Googling stuff, if you're still interested, YouTube, somebody climbing this thing in the winter. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Okay. You're number three. We're we're back at it, man. We're playing them Pokemon Go raids. (laughs) I still feel so embarrassed about how much time I spent playing Pokemon Go. (sighs) But here we are. I still do, man. Still check into that thing. I have a Pokemon, a Grout. Nope, not a Groudon. Uh, what's the guy that Gibble turns into? Oh, he's like the dragon with the hammerhead shark head with a star on it. Him, that guy. I have one of those who's been parked at a gym for coming up on five hundred days. <laughs> That's the fun part about being a mountaineer who's into Pokemon Go. You find Pokemon Go gyms that no one's ever been to. <laughs> so, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, year number three. Year number three is upon us, man. And it's getting to the point where if we make it to the top, I might propose to Mrs. Yeti. We're training once again, climbing all these other 14ers, riding them bikes around, and we finally get our opportunity, and away we go, leaving that parking lot at 2 a.m., heading up, 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 Get to the boulder field at sunrise. The weather is hooking perfect. I think we got this. So we go through. We go through the ledges. We go over that rebar. We go up that chute that freaked her out last time. And we're still going, man. And so now, okay, once you get past the keyhole and it gets wild, there's four parts. We talked about the ledges. Here's the next part. It's called the trough. The trough is the reason that you buy a helmet. Because all it is, it's a stupid steep incline. Um, and all loose rock, all loose, all of it, all of it loose. You, you're just like sliding, scrambling. And here's the reason you have a helmet because up above you, if somebody kicks down a rock and it comes flying at you, I mean, at least your helmet is there to help, I guess. And it might deflect some smaller rocks, but, uh, yeah, it's a uh, super dangerous because you don't know you just like, it's kind of out of your hands, man. You got to watch above you to make sure. Luckily we were there. And there weren't that many people, so it wasn't too bad, not too much in the rock slide department. Here's what we did see, though, on the trough. Uh, This, you got to hate this guy. So we're bunkered down with, like, our backpacks full of gear, and we got our headlamps, and we got, like, all of our stuff. Along comes this dude in I shit you not. He's wearing, like, hot pink wind pants. Topless, totally topless, hot pink wind pants and sneakers that's all he's got no gear no nut oh he's got a mustache i'll tell you i remember that very clearly he basically looked like that guy who's on twitch what is his name dr disrespect or something like that yeah just looked like he the 80s just shot him out and he just got up that morning he's jogging he runs past us as we're at the bottom of the trough as we get to the top of the trough he's on his way back down it's like dude fuck that guy (laughs) Everybody that like he passes just looks at him, just like, man, fuck you. <laughs> he just put. It's like he pulled up at seven a.m. and was just like, hmm, you know what I feel like doing? I feel like just climbing the mountain today. No big deal. He goes by. You know what else goes past us? And I still think about this almost every day. A f- 
six-year-old girl was having her birthday party. Her birthday party was to climb Long's Peak. We caught up to them. It's a mom, a dad, their daughter, and three other kids, three or four other kids, all of them six years old. And they're like, oh, we're having so much fun. We're climbing Long's Peak. First of all, that is the most badass child I've ever heard of. Second of all, the parents who allowed these other parents to take their child up Long's Peak, what are you doing? Because I, now I have a little baby Yeti. Me and Mrs. Yeti have a little baby Yeti. And I think to myself, one day I'll probably get to climb Long's Peak again with baby Yeti. But I, it's like, how old should she be? How much experience should she have? Like, should it... Should I do it when it's like I could pick her up or should I do it when she's strong enough to handle her own stuff? Like, not these people. No, they're just like, yeah, you want to go hike? Let's go hike. I, <laughs> when I tell you those stories, it's like, no, dude, this is a legitimate mountain. I promise you. But uh, yeah, when a, a group of little girls <laughs> is on their way up with their Hello Kitty backpack, you're kind of like, and why were we worried about this again? So, okay, you get to the end of the trough, and there is a pretty big boulder. Not a boulder. What would you call it? Like an outcropping that you have to get up, which is interesting because they put a piece of rebar down below on the ledges to help people up. This, you literally have to have a buddy stand, or just somebody because, you know, all the hikers help each other out. You have to have somebody give you, you know, like your kids, and you're trying to hop a fence to go watch a Little League game where somebody gives you the old heave-ho. Like you have to heave-ho somebody up to get to the next part. The next part is called the Narrows. The Narrows is a lot like the ledges. Remember I was telling you the ledges is, you know, four or five different channels that are five foot wide that you can walk down. The Narrows is a lot like that, except for there's only one path, and it is maybe four feet wide. And other than that, it's just cliff, just cliff next to you. I have an amazing picture where it just looks like I took a picture of a cliff face, but then you zoom in and you can see people's backpacks as they're crossing the Narrows. It is wild. You feel like the Hobbit. Like you, <laughs> you definitely feel like you're the Hobbit out on a Lord of the Rings adventure as you're cruising along there. Now, Mrs. Yeti's doing good, man. She's nervous. She's freaked out. But she's like, no, we got this. I'm not going to turn around because of my brain. I will turn around because there's an obstacle that we can't overcome or if the weather gets too ridiculous. But I'm not turning around because of my brain. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, we got this. And it's a little nuts. There's one part where there's a rock stuck on the ledges part, and you kind of have to go out and around it, which means that you're just kind of like, you have a little bit of room to mess up, but definitely if you if if your shoelaces are tied together or something, somebody like pranks you as if you're in the fourth grade, yeah, you're going to fall. You're going to die. It's a good time. So then we get across that. That part is really short, man. You can see the, the last leg from there. It's, 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 it's right there, man. The last part is called the home stretch. The home stretch is a slab of granite, maybe 600 feet long at, uh, it's, it's, if you Google pictures, you want to Google again? If you Google pictures of the home stretch, it looks damn near flat or damn, like it looks like you're climbing up a wall, but this piece of granite is just tilted enough that you can like stand on it and you can climb up it. Now, if the piece of granite was ever wet or had ice on it, I don't know, man. You're just slipping, sliding down to the valley below. But luckily, we got these approach shoes, and you're just able to kind of like a little gecko, man, or like Spider-Man. You just like, and you just go up. And then there's like a part at the very end where it gets super steep, and then boom, you're at the top of Long's Peak. We did it. And so Mrs. Yeti immediately starts crying. <laughs> 
she so we have this picture it's hung up in i'm looking at it right now we have this picture that's hung up in our house of us at the top that somebody took and there's a little red plaque that says um descend keyhole route roll no rocks and it's me and mrs yeti in our puffball jackets we both look super happy but if you know mrs yeti like i know mrs yeti you can tell she's crying so hard but she has sunglasses on so you can't quite tell i can tell she, so she's crying. I'm like trying to do that thing where you're like, <laughs> you know that thing when you're trying not to cry because you're a grown ass man, but you're kind of also like <laughs> doing one of those. She's like, I do just so happy. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so we made it. The top of Long's Peak is wild. It's basically a football field of just flat. It's all just flat up there. It's It's not like you would think the peak of like the Matterhorn or something. Or when you see people climb K2 and there's, you know, four people sitting on the top of it on the absolute peak. No, it's huge, man. There's just a ton of people up there. Uh, A couple of jackasses doing yoga. (laughs) Bunch of people eating their cliff bar and just hanging out. It's wild. And then turned around and went back down. And we did it. We did it. I did not propose at the top. I, I was toying with the idea of, like, if we make it, would I propose? I was caught up in the action. The story of me actually proposing to Mrs. Yeti is far less under, like, it's underwhelming. (laughs) I'll just tell the short version. So we're in the car after a vacation to go snowmobile in Yellowstone. And I'm like, so, uh, we should, like, probably get married, huh? And she's like, I'm ready when you are, Jack. (laughs) She's like, wait, are you asking me right now? It's kind of like, uh. You want you? She's like, okay, yeah, like we doing this? I'm like, ugh, blew it. Hey, if you're out there listening to this and you got yourself like a girlfriend that you're thinking about marrying, do better. Do better than what I did. Don't do that. Like, do do something semi special. It's one of those stories you're gonna tell. You're gonna tell for like the rest of your life or whatever. Uh, yeah. So do better. So mine's funny, but it's not good. You don't want that. All right, everybody. This has been my very first talk on wisdom. I'm going to put this out as a mountain report on 8750 podcast. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this on wisdom and you want more of these antics, but you want me to be like yelling at people uh, and other guests and craziness, 8750 podcast, man. It's really funny. It's really funny. It's more than just me being like, and then I did this and then I climbed up a mountain. There's other people there. We have good times. Anyway, later, boners.